Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, May 7th, 2023, and this is day 1873 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we adore you. We glorify you. We praise you. Thank you for encouraging our hearts, even through the rough times, times that seem so horrific that it seems hopeless. I thank you, Lord, for lifting us up and and uh, helping us to stay strong and to continue to focus on you as you guide us through these last days. I thank you, Lord, for the victory and the triumph, even though we may not see it all right now, that we will continue to press on as you do what you do and that we trust you with all of our hearts, so mind and strength. I thank you so much, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is encourage one another encourage one another. We're coming out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 through chapter 5 verse 11. And this is Paul sharing with us about what is coming and what we need to be doing while we wait. So let's dive in. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13. And he says, and he's talking to believers. He says, because he starts off with Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death. So he's talking about those who have died, who have died before us. And he says, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. And and in this passage, when he's saying fallen asleep, he's talking about who have died, that were saved. When he says uh, those who have fallen asleep in him. Verse 15, according to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. So those who are alive will not be raised up before those who have died. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, archangel and the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are alive, who are still alive and left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. This is how we should encourage each other and and continue to instill hope. We're going to see people, our loved ones, 
pass on before us. But God wants you to be encouraged and to know that we're here to support and encourage one another through these hard times. Okay, now chapter five, verse one. Now, brothers and sisters, about the times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. So it's not so much us worrying about uh, the date. But uh, in Matthew, uh, and I believe in Luke, and, and in the Gospels, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I believe in at least two of them, that uh, Jesus teaches us about the signs. We will know by the signs when he his return is near we will not know by we will not know the exact date but we can tell by the signs rumors of wars um you know uh, people hating one another uh we there will be uh people that will turn away from the lord the very even if he doesn't come soon enough even the very elect those who have done uh, you know, great work in the Lord, even a lot of the very elect will wax cold if he doesn't return soon. Um, <clears throat> he speaks of labor pains a lot of times that, that it will be like labor pains and enduring. And I, as a mother who's had three children, I know what labor pains are like and it can be excruciating. But when the baby comes out, it is just a beautiful thing. So it is like we will suffer and travail and go through, but the blessing of the baby is coming. <laughs> the blessing of the return of our Savior is coming. He says in verse 3, While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief, right? You know, a thief comes at night. They come concealed. They come in hiding, uh, most times even covering their face. He said, but this should not surprise us at all because we have already been forewarned. We already know uh, what's going to happen from beginning to end based upon what the word of God teaches us. And the word of God is the truth inspired by the Holy Spirit from God. And uh, everything so far that has uh, been predicted to happen has happened. And if you read Revelation, everything is there. What else is going to take place? He says, you are all children of the light and children of the day, which is representing of Jesus Christ. We do not belong to the night or to darkness, which represents in this case, Satan. So then let us not be like others who are asleep. Now in this asleep, he's not talking about death. He's talking about uh, those who are just lackluster um, you know, laziness. They're not really paying any attention. He says, but let us be awake and sober. So let us stay, basically be alert. Uh, don't be uh, delusion. Don't be delusion. Don't allow <clears throat> things. To, um, you know, sometimes, you know, if you drink alcohol, you're, <clears throat> you're covering up things. You're not able to uh, see clearly. And um, he wants us to stay sober. For those who we belong to 
<clears throat> I'm sorry, for those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober. There that is again. Be alert. Be awake. Don't let anything um, take your mind off of God. You know, when we put things in our system that are not good for us, you know, it can take us to a whole other place that God never intended for us to go. He says, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. So protecting our minds uh, with that helmet, uh, you know, with uh, the helmet of hope of salvation, that that means we're going to, we're already saved, right? If once you accepted Jesus, but then we're going to be saved from this world. Uh, destruction when we are caught up in the air to be with Jesus. And, and you know, how he talks about <clears throat> putting on that breastplate, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, you know, covering our hearts uh, with love and having faith in God. Because there's a lot of those fiery darts that the enemy throws at us. And I say some of them are cannons and, you know, bombs that he throws at our hearts. If he can get us in our heart and get us down, you know, then he can, you know, work on us and, and, and keep us to where we don't feel hope anymore, to where we feel like, you know, we can't make it. And, and that's why we have to encourage one another because we, we will all sometimes Many of us will feel that way at times, and understandably so. What everything that we're seeing going on around us can be devastating. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe he's saying, we will not go through the tribulation period, the seven years of destruction that's coming on the earth. It is going to be unlike anything that you could have ever imagined. He says in verse 10, he died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep. Now he's talking about whether we're still alive or dead in Christ. We may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. You notice how he ended um, with uh, after he told us about you know the dead in Christ rising first. There and us who are alive will be caught up to be with the Lord. He said, "There, encourage one another with these words." Okay, the word of God. The word of God is alive. And it cuts deep down to the marrow of the bone. It is powerful. The words of God are powerful. And we need to use them to encourage one another um, and continue to build each other up. So point number one, do you ever wonder how worse um, things can get before the Lord returns? It seems like things are not getting any better. And the word says that it's going to get worse. So we know that. So we can be encouraged in knowing that God's word is true and that he will be with us. We have unreasonable prices for housing, for food, and just the bare essentials needed just to survive. But the Lord encourages us to not give up. 
to encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Keep doing the amazing work the Lord has given you to do. It is not in vain. That is the goal of the enemy is to stop us from doing the task, from completing the race. Think about it. Point number two. As you near the end of a long race, if you've ever ran before, and I've never ran a long race, but I've run like three miles, maybe five at the most when I used to run and I loved it. But listen, everything that's, this is in my um, Bible commentary that they're saying here is so true. He says, as you near the end of a long race, your legs ache, your throat burns, and your whole body cries out for you to stop. This is when friends and fans are most valuable. Their encouragement helps you push through the pain to the finish line. Have you ever noticed in those long races how there are people on the sidelines with signs and cheering and encouraging you on? Just think about that as you're running this race for Jesus, that you see the lines and lines of people encouraging you along. And some of them could be people that have already passed on to to go and be with the Lord. And and they're saying, come on, you can do it. If you've lost your parents or any other loved ones are saying, you got this. Come on, keep on going. You don't have long now. It's going to be good. I see my brother, you know, encouraging me along. He was always one to encourage all of us along. Come on, Jackie, you got it. Come on. It's beautiful up here. You, you're going to, you're, you're going to make it. Don't stop. Keep doing what God is giving you to do. In the same way, Christians are to encourage one another. A word of encouragement offered at the right moment can be the difference between finishing well and collapsing along the way. Look around you. Be sensitive to others' needs, others' need for encouragement, and offer support, supportive words or actions. God will return. God will turn our tragedies to triumphs, our poverty to riches our pain to glory, and our defeat to victory. Glory to God. All believers throughout history will stand reunited in God's very presence, safe and secure. Woo! Isn't that awesome? We will be with him. And until then, let's keep pressing on. You're going to be just fine. I know it's horrible at times, but it's going to be okay. I was, uh, when we were in class yesterday teaching our T-Zone youth, and um, we had a few, we had about three uh, new youth yesterday uh, for a Saturday. These are our last two Saturdays before we start our summer sessions. And we, the Lord gave me this for our kiddos yesterday and some questions for them to collaborate at their tables and share and discuss and then to report out to the group. And the question was, or the questions, what are your thoughts about the crime that's taking place in our community? And uh, then what are your thoughts on what can be done about it? So they focused on those two questions and to see those kids at the tables talking it out and one of our new ladies that was helping us yesterday said she was just in awe and amazement at the the things that the kids said the things that they came up with she said they're just so smart 
And I said, yes, they really are. You're right. <laughs> and so some of the things they came up with <clears throat> to question one was that parents, you know, you know what their thoughts are, I should say, about what's going on. They said it's disgusting, it's horrible, it's devastating, it's sickening. You know, those are some of the words they use to describe it and, and how, you know, it's hard, it's rough. And to see this, that's how they are feeling about this. And these are kids ages 10 uh, through 18 that were having these conversations all together, 10-year-olders, mixed in with the 17-year-olders and, and all of them working together and writing it out and getting their thoughts on paper. And uh, and then the second question was, and what can be done about it? And uh, one of the young ladies that reported out for her table said, you know, that parents need to parent their children. She said, I see it. We see on TikTok and all these other things, uh, platforms where kids are, cussing with their parents right there and the parents are laughing about it and cussing too and and um I said so how does how do you feel about that and they said that's not good that's not teaching kids how to act they need to teach them you know that's not right I mean these are our kids talking y'all I did not put any words in their mouth these were their own words and then they said we were talking about the violence that took place at Worlds of Fun, and if you're from out of state, Worlds of Fun is like our amusement park here in Kansas City and very popular and, and, and with the kids and nice. And, and and there was a big fight that took place a, a month or so ago there. And they had to, you know, quickly, you know, put in some new guidelines. The kids have to have chaperones now if they get come after four and things like that. And, and, I, and so they started talking about that. And one of the kids or a couple of them were there when that happened, when the fight broke out. And the young lady said she just saw a herd of kids just running past her, like, you know, like running towards a fight or running to get in the fight. And I said, what did you do when you saw that? She said, I went the other way. She said, because I knew it was something that wasn't right. And I didn't want to be in that. I didn't want to be a part of that. And just to see the looks on their faces as they were sharing this yesterday, one of the boys at the table said, our young man, he said, we need to just focus on the babies because it seems like all the grown-ups have lost it. And uh, and then other tables said, um, we need to stop selling guns. And then some said, we need to stop selling guns that are for killing people. Why do we need them? You know, um, you know, if you're hunting, that's different, but you don't need assault weapons to hunt. These are what the kids were saying. I, <laughs> We adults were just sitting there in awe at, at the things that they had to say and the remedies. And, uh, you know, rather than, you know, uh, putting each other down, oh, uh, lifting each other up, basically, is what they were saying. And then the other thing they said was having more programs like T-Zone. They said because we feel safe and we're learning and we're having fun, um, you know, doing things and basically engaging their minds and allowing them to express themselves, uh, allowing them to share and to be equipped with the things they need to go back out into the world and be successful. And and I said, really? You all really feel like these? Pro they said, yes, we really like coming. 
and we feel safe here. And I said, wow, and that is exactly what God, when God gave me that in a vision uh, over two years ago, that it would be a safe space. You hear me? That it will be a safe space. And that is exactly what the kids are feeling and are saying. And so we as the adults, you know, encourage them along. Um, And I told one young man that, it's going to be okay. He had his head down as he was doodling and drawing a beautiful artwork. And he said, I said, you know what happens? You know, we're going to all reap what we sow. And uh, God knows what's happening. He said, it just doesn't seem like people are, you know, people are doing evil and they're still doing it and they're getting by with it. I said, oh, no, 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 baby. They're not going to get by with it. (laughs) It seems like it, right? And we talked a little bit about that. Whatever the kids bring up, that is what I, as the Lord gives it, hone in on. That's where the need, unmet need is. And that's what we need to talk about. Whereas like in a regular classroom at school, the teachers, you know, they don't have time to do that. They've got a, you know, certain things they have to teach. They do their best and they're doing a good job. Uh, But that's why what we do is also needed in partnership because we need our children and adults to know that it's going to be okay Keep doing what God has given you to do. And I encourage you today to do that. And hearing from the mouth of babes, you know, hey, let's take what they're saying seriously and begin to make some changes. And if you see someone that's not doing the right thing, encourage them along and say, no, 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 this isn't the right way, the right thing to do. As God gives it to you to do, use wisdom. Don't put yourself in a danger spot, but let God guide you as you do that. It's going to be okay. Now, if you don't know Jesus, y'all, that is the very first step that you must take. It is your choice, though, to be with him for eternity. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate right there. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. That too is a form of encouragement. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects, teaching our youth how to do small household repairs. We thank you all so very much for all that you do and for continuing your support of T-Zone. Go to our website, tzonekc.org, push the donate button and give whatever God puts on your heart. You will not be sorry. You're planting seed in good ground. And we are very grateful to each and every one of you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.